and welcome to the Inner Sanctuary Christmas Special. Today, I am delighted to be joined by the lovely Nate and Abby Orr, who are singer-songwriter and children's author, respectively, and my new colleagues as well, which mm. is a lovely bonus. Welcome. It's lovely Thank to you have you. Us. It's awesome. It's nice to be here. We're going to talk about Christmas today. Lovely. What's the run-up been like for you guys? Brutal, mm. in many ways. A bit messy um mm -hmm. yeah we're we've been through a lot of change this year um changed multiple jobs multiple times and now we're looking to move house and don't know where we're going <laughs> so do you so, actually have a date that you need to be out of your current house yeah so we need to be out by the 15th of january so yeah the house is um it's a lot of a lot of boxes everywhere yeah <laughs> there is a christmas box sat like will i go up and it probably won't but there's a tree so yeah, we, we managed there. a tree this year. Which, yeah, which but we we've definitely done far less of sort of the Christmas traditions and all the kind of festive loveliness that we all feel the pressure to cram into this yeah. season. We've not really done that because yeah. there's just a lot going on. So, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And you've got three very young children. The eldest is five. Yeah. So you've got all this stuff going on with three yeah. little ones. We also home educate. Oh, <laughs> we're gluttons for fun. <laughs> um, Juggling all the balls. Yeah. 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 It just yeah. felt it felt right. Um, didn't want to send our kids away. Wanted to still be a family. But it's just another big change. Yeah. Just yeah. adding to. It's messy. It's it's not like it's not like we don't want it, but it is emotionally draining. So it was so exhausting. It's very tiring. Yeah. So. So you're home educating, mm -hmm. you're parenting, you're both working, mm -hmm. you've got three young children, and you've essentially been given an eviction notice, yeah. which <laughs> yeah. is in just, what, like four weeks' time? Oh and you gosh. have no yeah. house on the horizon at this point. Yeah, when you put it that way, it's pretty messy. <laughs> that is a lot. That is a lot to be dealing with. Mm. I mean, you guys are people with a deep faith mm -hmm. yeah. in Jesus. How does that faith shape how you deal with this kind mm. of stuff especially at christmas time mm. well for example one of the things that comes out a lot in christmas whether you have faith or not is joy mm. uh, joy to the world we sing these songs we yeah. we have pictures on christmas cards with people singing like really loudly um more so than any other time of year yeah and so there's this pressure to to be really happy yeah mm. and we just don't feel it a lot of the time yeah, and I think it's that kind of festive pressure that I was talking mm. about as well of like, um, you know, I was saying to you just yesterday, like December lands and you think like, right, I need to cram in every single festive um, mm. excursion that I can. Yeah. I need to cram in as much Christmas excitement as I can in this season. And we've just not been able to do that. Um, and I think I was reflecting on it thinking that, sh does that make me feel really low or, or bad for the kids or um really un-Christmassy and um this year I'm just really grateful it, it hasn't because because of like you say because of our faith because for us Christmas is about Christ yeah it's about Jesus coming into the world there is still just this deep joy that's like you know it doesn't matter Christmas doesn't have to be perfectly wrapped up with a lovely bow yeah um and and the original very first Christmas was not wrapped up with a neat mm. little bow. It was messy. It was cold. It was it was a teenager giving birth to a child. Mm. Yeah. Um, 
you know, birth, the whole birth experience wasn't that far away for us. Um, my youngest is 18 months old and we had her at home. She was a home birth. Wow. Um, and so that was messy. It was a planned home birth. Um, <laughs> even so, even so, it does get messy. Even yeah. so, still messy. And Nate was there for all three um, of the births. So he knows as well the reality of, of bringing a child into the world. Yeah. Um, yet that's not what we see reflected when we look at sort of the Christmas we put out there. Yeah, absolutely. Even if we have a nativity yeah, in our house, it's a neat, pretty little china thing that sits on the side. Um, and Mary is holding her hands together and looking down dotingly. I know I didn't do that. Did you do that, Jess? I did not. No. And my baby neither glowed <laughs> or was very clean as well. They weren't very clean. <laughs> they did smell beautiful, though, that new baby smell. Um, but yeah, very different experience than what mm. we're kind of sold that Christmas should be like. Yes. Christmas is, feels like it's meant to be neat and perfect and sparkly. Yeah. But the reality is like the original Christmas was messy mm. rejection. Yeah. Fear. Mm. Yeah. Like, can you imagine how frightened Mary, uh, Mary and Joseph would be like a teenager and, you know, a new husband? Like, yeah. I think as well that we at Christmas, it's almost like you have a huge magnifying glass mm. over your life. So mm. if stuff's really good and you're in good relationship with your family and your friends, it's like Christmas is the best yeah. thing ever, isn't yeah. it? Like that is magnified, that, that sense of just joy and like mm -hmm. relishing all of the goodness. But when mm. stuff's hard yeah. at Christmas, when relationships are strained mm -hmm. when finances are really really tight when loneliness is part yeah. of your reality the magnifying glass just blows those yeah. things up tenfold doesn't it and, and i think that's why i brought up the whole kind of happiness element like we, we find ourselves at christmas not necessarily being happy yeah but it's it's <laughs> our faith that gives us joy yeah because the happenings are what give you good feelings or bad feelings but mm. joy is doing something else and, yes and we see that in our situation like we're pretty in like, holistically exhausted at the yeah. moment with our situation yeah um i think there's lots of good things going on but there's also lots of bad and it's exhausting but our faith isn't is tapping into something much deeper yeah because we see not only like a you know an ephemeral god that's distant but we see incarnate god that stepped into our mess yeah like the Jesus child who within the first kind of cries of, of his lungs was threatened with death yeah. by King Herod. And, and yet God's given us Jesus and shown that his plan is masterful mm -hmm. yes. and he looked after him so much so like manipulated events through angels so that Jesus baby would be safe yeah. via Joseph and Mary. And so that's our hope. Yeah. And that's where our joy comes from because we have faith in Jesus who's yeah. real Mm. and lives today to perpetuate the idea that God's masterful and he's in charge. Yes. Mm. Yeah. And and how incredibly uh, sort of opposing is mm. that masterful God who is in charge to this tiny, mm. helpless baby yes. who yeah. is entirely reliant mm -hmm. on this young girl for mm -hmm. food, for warmth, for comfort, for safety. Mm. It shows us so much about the way that God wants to mm. be in relationship yeah. with us, isn't it? And he's willing to kind of get his hands dirty. Like that is a yeah. proper messy yeah. experience. As in it's messy now, I cannot imagine how much messier it would have been. Yeah. Um, it it so is, amazing. it's a 
beautiful challenge to the heart, I think, as well, because it, it's so easy, even for for us who know Jesus, believe in Jesus, have followed Jesus for quite a long time now. Um, mm. It's still a challenge for us to really dwell on the fact that God wanted to get that close. Yeah. He is not far off, even though it feels like it sometimes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, even we've all experienced that. You will have experienced that just like, even though you know Jesus and you live your life as a Christian, there's times where you feel really distant from oh, God, yeah. from where he feels like he's drawn really far away from you. Um, and Christmas is just so important for reminding us that that's not the truth. Yes. We have a God who, who, gave up being powerful, who gave up being all-knowing, who decided to put that aside to become a tiny embryo. Yeah. That's amazing. To go into a who knows who, random Mary yeah. in the middle of, do you know what I mean? Who, who was Mary yeah. to be chosen? Yeah. She was no special queen or princess. She was, there is nothing written about Mary that she was especially beautiful or clever mm -hmm. or from the right kind of family. She was just someone who faithfully believed and said, yeah. I'll do what you want, God, even though I don't understand how it's going to happen. Yeah. And mm. God chose to come into that person. Mm. He chose to come through a kind of teenage marriage. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, he chose to come in a, in a messy place where there was no room for him. Mm -hmm. Yes. You know, mm -hmm. I, I was thinking <laughs> on that actually last night as I was prepping for this and thinking about your story at the moment, that sort of sense of like, there's no room in the inn, you know, like <laughs> there's, there's no, the there's nowhere to go. Like yeah. th that parallel is there, isn't it? Yeah. And I think what really struck, well, there's so many things that strikes me almost like every year, there's something different about kind of the nativity scenario mm. that seems to kind of come out stronger depending on where we are in our lives, mm. which is kind of crazy. That is such an ancient story mm -hmm. that still resonates on so many different levels today. Mm -hmm. But I was thinking about the welcome the welcome of of Mary, mm. this this young girl, mm. you know, it's it's not a powerful man mm -hmm. um, who kind of is entrusted with a with a grown child who can shape him mm -hmm. and mm. you know teach him how to be kind of a man of of power and authority. It's, you say it's, it's it's a young girl who's going to have birthed a child with with no support. Mm -hmm. um, you know, she's she's learning the ropes of of new motherhood, and then you obviously then have these mm. shepherds who we were talking earlier, like. Maybe they were middle-aged men. Maybe actually they were young kids. Mm -hmm. um, maybe they were girls. Like we, we just don't know. Mm -hmm. There's all of these real kind of unknowns. But, but mm -hmm. what it does tell us mm -hmm. is that there was a welcome mm -hmm. in this place. And there mm -hmm. was a welcome to all. And Jesus mm -hmm. met these people from kind of the lowliest, if you like, with the shepherds to these then later on in the story, mm. a couple of years later, these magi, mm. these 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 mm -hmm. what we can assume were quite affluent, learned people, yeah. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's like, come, come and experience me, come and hold me in your arms, mm. like I can't understand really, if I'm honest, how a all powerful supreme God could do that mm -hmm. mm. willingly. Mm. It is a love beyond our imagination, isn't it? And we've got to remember that that wasn't just like a starting point that then kind of Jesus grew up from. Mm -hmm. 
because that was actually the method of his whole life. Yeah. Like so much so that his kind of ability to be knee deep in mud, um, at the muck and mire of humanity really offended mm. the, the prophets and well, sorry, the um, Pharisees and the experts of the law. Like he mm. carried on that process of actually, I'm just going to hang out with Zacchaeus, this kind of thief yeah, um, or prostitutes. Um, and that's just, that's what I've come for. I've come for the mess. You know, yeah. he said that himself. He said, I've, I've not come for healthy people. Mm-hmm. I've come for the sick. Yes. They need healing. Yeah. Um, so we've got to remember that is literally his whole ministry yeah. from, from birth all the way through to the end. And that's really helpful for us because it's a touch of reality. Mm. If Jesus kind of then grew up and then his ministry was this high and mighty and lofty thing that far exceeded beyond human ability or experience, then it would start to become like a, a fairy tale. Yeah. But the fact is he carried on that way and died a brutal death. Yeah. He's done the whole of experience that, we'll, that we have and more. Yeah. Um, and we get, he gets to keep sharing in our mess every year mm. and he loves us through it. So in a way, like the messier your Christmas is, the more it's in line with, yeah. you know, and the more Jesus understands that. Yes. Um, and meets us in it and meets you right where you are in that whether that's like broken relationships whether that's family struggles that are making it hard whether that's not knowing where you're going to be for Christmas um, he meets you right in that Mm. Um, and what you can what you get from Jesus is far more beautiful um, Mm. a takeaway than than any perfect tree with perfect presents and the children behaving really well which we know just does Does not happen (laughs) does not happen yeah that is a perfect place to end thank you so much i think it's a really helpful reminder to to all of us that christmas at its heart is about hope Mm -hmm. coming into the darkest places it's not about light shining in a place that's already Mm -hmm. burning brightly So I think like you said, then if you're someone this Christmas who is in a place of darkness, who is in a place of fear, desperation, maybe who is struggling with poverty, with broken family relationship, wherever you are today, Jesus is there. And he wants to meet you in that and hold your hand through it all. So a very, very Merry Christmas from all of us here at the Inner Sanctuary. We just want to wish you a blessed Christmas and a hopeful New Year. 